everybody this is Hatiana from Be Heartfield Podcast and I am back again with another episode. This is episode 18 and if you're listening to this then it is 7:46 a.m. Monday morning, the 27th, I believe. Um I had originally recorded the first version of this I think Thursday and uh it was a lot all over the place and as i was listening to it back this morning i just felt that there it just wasn't what i wanted it to be and y'all know i feel like y'all deserve the best of everything if i'm putting something out at least to my ability um and i felt like that episode that i recorded was really emotional emotionally charged and um, there's nothing wrong with being emotional. Y'all know I don't mind, but 
I feel like it could have just been a lot more put together. So if you're listening to this now, it is because I completely scrapped the first episode and um, I'm starting again. So even if that means that I have to record the day of, that's what I'm going to do. So um, essentially what I was talking about on my first recording was you're not as good as you think you are. I think we all have a perception in our head of us being these good and upstanding people. And, you know, to a certain degree we might be, but I think that a lot of us, um, know that there is more we could do or accomplish or achieve, and we just don't quite meet the mark. Um, when I said that I was an emotional, when I said I was being emotional, I was kind of pulling from my own situation because I'd just been going through some things and I felt like I got too personal. So I needed to reel back. I needed to not make this about me and this make this about we. So, and we, when I say we, I mean all of us. Um, I don't mind giving certain details when it comes to my relationship. Um, and obviously I talk about everything (laughs) that I essentially say on here. My partner has heard that if not more. So what I'm basically trying to do when I come on here is to use my situation sometimes, or just use different things that I have experienced in life or watched other people go through and hopefully express that to you guys in a way where y'all can, you know, use it in your own life. So, um, I have come to the realization that, you know, and this isn't, this doesn't even have, it's not even just my relationship, my personal, you know, my partner, my relationships period. Sometimes I have felt as though, people haven't treated me the way that I wanted to be treated, right? Whether it be family, friends, whoever. And I believe that I treat people how I want to be treated. I don't expect anything in return and you shouldn't either because if you're just a kind person, you're just a kind person. You know, you shouldn't do performative things in order to receive certain things back. You should just be who you are. And Essentially, if you you are kind to people and they aren't kind back to you, then you should just remove those people from your life. I Yes, I do believe that there should be a conversation that needs to be had, especially if you love somebody and y'all are cool or y'all are in a relationship and you should exercise boundaries. And at that point, if those, if those boundaries aren't respected and people aren't respecting you and your opinions and your beliefs, then you should leave them alone. Because as a person, as a woman, as a man, you shouldn't be bending and breaking on the things that you deem important to you, especially if it comes to respect. And I am huge. I'm so fucking huge on respect because I have, you know, felt like nobody gave a fuck about me. Nobody cared about my dreams. Nobody, I just know what it's like just to feel like maybe you're the last choice or an afterthought or not as important or all of these kind of other different things, right? And because I have such a tight circle, I don't give a fuck about what's going on around me too much, but I do care about the people who are the core, who are the core in my life. You know what I mean? And I've just come to the realization um, 
not only am I not the person I thought I was, but even some of the people around me aren't the people who they think they are. And just as quick as I'm, you know, cool with calling people on they shit, I have to call myself on my shit as well. You know, I can think I am this kind and loving and and I could be all of those kind of different things, but how I essentially treat the world and the energy that I put out into the world is going to be my mark on how I leave this earth. I'm not going to be speaking for myself at my own funeral. So the people who I affect, who are the closest to me, I want to leave an impression on them that I tried my best. I had a kind spirit and that I gave a fuck about them and their feelings and whatever grievances they decided to come with me. And I took those things serious, but I need those people to know that I need you to take what I bring to the table serious as well. And essentially I'm saying this because I think to some degree, a lot of us have lived in tolerance. Um, I know that since I was a little girl, I have experienced a variety of different things. And as a black woman, you have to set your standards high so that you don't have low quality experiences. And if you don't, and you have people come into your life and you have this high tolerance of disrespect, people are going to walk on you and ice skate. It just is what it is. And it's this kind of like rhetoric going around that is telling people that you have to teach people how to treat you. That's true. But people also shouldn't just be shitty people as well. You know, you have to meet people halfway. You can teach people definitely how to treat you. And, you know, some people obviously have hiccups and different things like that. But don't budge. If you have to be a bitch, be a bitch. But be kind to those who are kind to you. Very seldomly do nice women get the lifestyles that they want. So you have to be sure that the people who you include in your life are or have the best interest for you in your face and behind your back. Because if you don't, then you are going to become a miserable person. Remember, having high standards is protection for you having low quality experiences. We've seen it in our own lives. We've seen it with the women around us or the men around us who have let people walk all over them or talk to them a certain kind of way. And these people could be confident people. But when you look at you, when you look deeper into their situations, you're saying to yourself, if they're such a good person, why did they allow these things to happen? Why? Why do they continue to allow those things to happen? And it's usually because people aren't as confident as you think they are. And this is a conversation that I had to have with myself. And why as I've gotten older throughout the years, like a couple of years ago, I just made the decision that I was just going to become a better person. But that was something that was already instilled in me. Nobody told me, hey, Tiana, I think you need to become a better person. I was already thinking on a path of just like, I'm not who I say I am or who I think I am. And every every day or every week or every month or every year, I seem to surprise myself in the things that I've come across and the information that I've come across through, you know, reading certain things or watching certain videos And it's just like, you can see one thing and it completely change your whole perception 
on what you've grown to know throughout your life in adulthood. And it can have you, you know, moving a certain kind of different way, treating people differently for the better, of course. And it's just like a lot of things that I thought were acceptable then aren't acceptable now. Even when it comes to who I was a year ago, you know what I mean? Like I have an episode, um, well, before I get into that, right? I need you guys to know that you have to fucking set your boundaries. You have to set your boundaries because if you don't, you are doing a huge disservice to yourself and you are going to hate yourself in the end if you do not stick to them. There are certain conversations that I've had to have with certain people, be it my partner, be it my friends, be it my family. And I come to them a certain kind of way because I feel like I'm this new evolved person and I'm more emotionally intelligent and I'm trying to articulate to them, hey, I have these boundaries. I don't like when you do this or I had an issue with you when you did this, that and the third. And it's just like I'm presenting to I'm presenting this information to them in the best way that I know how I am. I'm not being loud. I'm not being crass. I'm coming to them with facts. Um, I'm not yelling. I'm being, you know, I'm having the conviction enough in my voice where I'm confident and they can hear me clearly. And I'm saying to them, hey, this is what's up. And when you come to the table with those kind of different things and people hear you out and they ignore them. Well, then I have to question if you really mess with me like that. And I'm also trying to get out of the habit of not cursing as much. And that's hard, but I know that I can do it even though I've always done it. Right. You know, I've always, I've always had like a mouth, like a sailor, you know, and I feel like, you know, it's definitely, um, it's definitely a, uh, a certain time and place for everything. Right. But I don't need to curse, you know, even when I'm upset, like I don't need to, t- to curse. I understand that sometimes when you curse, it adds more emphasis and I understand that I'm not going to be perfect and I'm going to, I'm going to definitely curse sometimes, but I need to stop doing less of that. I read somewhere where they said that people who curse, um, are usually people who, who don't know what to say. Like you can replace that word with another word. Or they're not, or they're not intelligently articulating themselves because they're using filler words like um, uh, things like that. So even in that, I'm trying to be more mindful, but before in my past, I would have had just left people alone, you know, I would have felt the way I felt and I would have just dismissed it. I would have just said, you know what? If this person isn't going to treat treat me or talk to me a certain kind of way, then I'm just not going to fool with them. I don't need to open up and tell them about my feelings and all of this other kind of different stuff. Because what the fuck does it matter any fucking way? They should have learned how to treat me in the first place. And that's what I'm saying about meeting people where they are, right? Because sometimes you can have a relationship with somebody and maybe you maybe not have always set boundaries. But if you've come into some new information and felt like, okay, they've always treated me this kind of way, but I know if this person really 
intentionally loves me for real, then they'll hear me out. And then if they're receptive to that and moving forward, they show me that respect. Then I know that it's good that I'm here. And like I said, this can pertain to anybody, family, partner, whoever. And sometimes you might have to have the conversation once or twice because it's new and unfamiliar to people. And like I said, sometimes when you think people are disrespecting you or people are acting a certain kind of way, it's usually because that's something that they they have always done as a habit. And usually because other people in their life have been in high tolerance of that behavior as well. But remember when I told you guys before, just because you can do a thing doesn't mean it's right. It doesn't mean that it's right. So if I tell you something once or twice and you continue to do it, then I'm just going to I'm just going to assume that you don't really respect me as much as I respect you. And there's either two things that I can do with that. I can either continue to deal with you and have to remind you every single time, or I can remind you once or twice. And if you decide to continue that behavior, I'll just leave you alone. The me now is going to leave you alone. And I mean, if I've had enough conversations with you and we've talked about it, then at that point, there's nothing left that I need to say because you heard me several times. The people who are in your life who really take you seriously as a person who don't want to lose you, they're not going to go out their way to disrespect you. If you said with all of your conviction, what your discretions are when it comes to them or concerns or whatever, and you've articulated, hey, this is such a big deal to me. And I want you to see it as such a big deal too, because it's something that can affect our relationship and they aren't receptive of that or try to act as if they're the the one thing about people is that eventually they show their true colors. And this is what I say about performative kindness, because somebody could sit there and tell you to your face, okay, I promise I won't do it again. And it could really genuinely be like a cool person. You know what I'm saying? But just because somebody is cool with you doesn't mean that they really respect you for real. I'm the kind of person where if somebody is coming to me and telling me like, hey, listen, and they speak to me in a way where it really resonates with me and I can see that they're serious about how I'm treating them, treating them or things that I've said, then I'm not going to do it again. You only got to tell me once. Because literally the only kind of conversations I'm having with people are the people who are close to me and I don't want to lose them. So I'm not going to go out my way to be disrespectful. And if ever there was a situation where I maybe stepped across that line again and they came and told me about it, I'm definitely going to be even more mindful now. Like, yo, I have to tighten up because I don't want to lose those people because I really value relationships. And I know because some of the close, some of the closest people to me are some of the most, listen, I don't want to lose them. I don't want to lose them. So I always try to maintain a level of respect. (laughs) So when it comes to your relationships with your family or relationships with your friends or 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 um your relationships with your family friends and partner you have to 
set boundaries. Excuse me, y'all. That is, they doing construction in my parking lot. I apologize for it being loud. But yeah, like, you know, there were even certain things in my relationships that I thought was okay. That's not. I'm not a perfect person. I used to do some very fucked up things. I used to think it was okay that, well, not even necessarily okay. I thought it was normal at the time when I was younger that um, in my first relationship, I thought that it was normal for us to be fighting on like fist fighting all the time because that's what I grown up and that's what I experienced. So when I was old enough to get into a relationship, I thought that it was okay to be yelling and screaming and fighting and cursing each other out and doing all of this kind of other different stuff. And in the core of me, the core of me realized like, yo, this isn't okay. This isn't okay. And I got out of that relationship. In my next relationship, there was cheating that was going on. And then I decided to cheat back. And I would still say unkind things and all of this other kind of different stuff. And I could have left, but I decided to stay in that relationship on some monkey see monkey do type shit. But at the core of me, that wasn't who I was. So I left. And I decided, because you know, three times a charm. <laughs> I decided that when I get into this next relationship, I'm going to attempt to be the best person I can be to my partner. And along the way, I've learned a lot of different things. Like the man that I am with today isn't the man that I first met. I'm learning. I have these different nuances <laughs> that I'm learning about this man every single day. And every year I feel like I meet a new person because we've literally grown together. And I've told y'all, like we were friends for a couple of years before we even decided to make it official. Because I needed to know that this was a real thing. And that I wasn't just jumping into a situation with a man where it was just like, oh, I physically like you, you physically like me. We can figure out all of this other shit later. No, I wasn't doing shit backwards. At least I wasn't trying to. But are there a couple of things that I could have, you know, definitely did better <laughs> when I first met him and when he and vice versa when he first met me and thinks he could have did better absolutely but me what me developing this new um what me developing this new interest and finding out due information as to how to make your relationship better and self-development and all of these other different things like on the internet and reading and stuff like that like now I'm having more conversations about it. And now I'm making new discoveries about things that what I thought was appropriate before, it ain't appropriate now. I deleted my social media, I believe, on Thursday. I deleted it. I had had enough. I was about to say, fuck this podcast, to be honest with you. And that's why I had to re-record this again, because... It was too, it was way too emotionally charged and way too all over the place.
But I've just come to a point in my life where I'm literally trying to be the best person that I can be emotionally, physically, spiritually, everything. And I'm trying to prove to myself that I made the best attempts with myself and the relationships around me so that I can say, at least I know I tried my best with everything and everybody So can't nobody come to me and tell me that I slacked on anything because I'm starting conversations. I'm trying to have solutions. I'm seeking out videos. I'm seeking out literature that can help me be better. But I had to want that for myself. Nobody had to tell me, you need to be better. Nobody's here cheerleading Tiana to become a better person. I am my hugest cheerleader. And that's not to say that I don't have... Support, I'm not saying that. Y'all already know. Read between the fucking lines. But there are certain things that I'm doing to become a better person. And because I never really felt like anybody was really cheering for me along the way from when I was a child up to, you know, now. Listen, I'm trying to hopefully inspire somebody To understand that you don't need anybody there holding your fucking hand when you have yourself. But if you are in a relationship with someone, you need to pay very close attention to how this person is either growing or not growing within your relationship. Because you cannot do this shit by your fucking self. You can't. I remember I had an episode, what I was going to say in the beginning was, I remember I had an episode about um, porn, how, you know, the different kind of porn I like and all of this kind of other different stuff, right? And it's just like, (laughs) I really got my ass on this podcast and like told y'all like my business. And I'm, listen, I'm happy we had the conversation and everything. It's cool to talk about different things it is absolutely cool to talk about different things but as a woman in a relationship I didn't even consult from my knowledge I don't even remember consulting him or maybe I did we talked about it um but I don't even remember like asking him like is this okay like do you feel comfortable with me talking about this kind of stuff because the only person who really needs to know about me sexually is my fucking man To be honest, you got to be careful about what you consume while you're in a relationship. And you definitely have to be, you have to be conscious about what you consume as a single person as well. You can't sit here and tell me that you don't think that all of the things that you see on the internet and through videos and all of this other kind of different stuff isn't shaping the way that you think and how you look at other people in your personal life. It's not okay for me, me a woman, to be looking at any other, any other thing, fantasizing about it, indulging in it, any of that shit while I'm in a fucking relationship. It's not okay. It's not. And neither should he. Because when I decided to commit to this relationship, and I, if I, and if I'm really serious about commitment and having an emotional bond and connection with my man, then 
the only person I should be fantasizing or wanting to fuck or, you know, all of these kind of or admiring to that degree is my man. I chose him. I'm not single out here trying to pick people. And even when I am out here trying to pick people, I shouldn't be doing that based off of perversion. Because it's not right. And at a certain kind and at a certain point, it was just like, well, we both doing it. So like I said, again, just because you can do a thing doesn't mean that it's okay. Because if I have a, if I have a problem with my man double tapping on pictures, I should have a problem with him watching porn. I should have a problem with him on Twitter, liking certain things and videos and I should, and who he follows. I should have a problem with that. And Tony, and I was actually watching a video where Tony Gaskin was talking and he said, if you feed lust, you, you are playing in a devil's playground. Don't, don't think that feeding lust is going to make your man or your woman like you anymore. Between you two is fine. But when you decide to add in other elements and all of that other kind of different shit, it becomes very fickle. Listen, I'm not trying to go. Y'all can do what y'all want to do in y'all relationships. I'm not trying to go or have my man be in nobody's strip club looking at no raunchy videos or pictures on fucking line and none of that shit because that's not what I'm aligned with. It's not. And I'm not going to make him think that shit is cool. Because first it's like, oh, get my man a lap dance. Then the next thing I know, he fucking or wanting to fuck the bitch who he getting a lap dance from. Nah, I'm not entertaining that. I'm your friend. I'm not your bro. Let's be clear. So when I say you have to have these boundaries, I mean by not having these different outside entities come and influence what you got going on in your situation. Because it shouldn't fucking matter. I just fucking realized if he, if he ever had a problem with who or what or how I was following different stuff online, then I felt like he should have came and told me that he told me that the reason why he didn't give a fuck about what I was doing is because he was essentially doing the same thing, entertaining certain shit online, watching porn and all of that. Because if we both doing it, it's okay, right? No, it's not. But I am also the kind of woman where I'm just like, um, you know, like, where you at with it? Do you think like, like, okay, for instance, we had a conversation and I was saying like, um, I asked him two questions. I said, are you okay with me watching porn? So he said, I don't care. It is what it is. Like, I don't have an issue with it. Then I said, do you like me? Um... Do you like me fantasizing about the people that I'm watching when I watch porn? And he was just like, well, no. And I'm like, exactly. Because you only want me fantasizing about fucking you. And you only want me to fuck you. And it's the same thing vice versa. 
when you really get to the core of what you think you're okay with and what you're not okay with, you will be amazed by how much you just, you just got to take a step back and just look at things sometimes. Like, is what I'm really doing okay? And I had to take a step back and look at myself. And like I said, as quick as I was good to call out somebody else, I had to call out myself. What the fuck am I doing? I didn't even ask my man like none of this shit until recently. But I had a conversation. It wasn't like, I want you to stop watching porn and I want you to stop doing da 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 da. I never told him, I never told him, you got to stop following this person, da 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 da. We both had made, had a conversation about people and things and all of this kind of other different stuff that we should not be doing online. And that was that. But I'm going to have a conversation with you like, um, do you feel like I'm asking you for too much by asking you to do any of this stuff? Because if you do, it's cool because, you know, um, just me and my development now, like, I just will want somebody who's in line with that. And if you're not, it's cool, but I think you should deal with somebody more your speed. And wasn't even on no shade type shit. It just was literally like, you know, I was coming to the realization that who I'm with, I might be have, I might be growing apart from, you know? And that's why I'm having conversations. I want to pick your brain. Like, what do you feel like is acceptable and what do you feel like is not acceptable? And then he has to listen to me and understand where I'm coming from and why I think certain things are disrespectful. And I have to listen to him as well. When he tells me certain kind of different things, I only won't follow one person on my personal page, me. The only people that I follow on my business page are either people that I know or people who have inspired me to become a better fucking woman. That's it. Because when you look at people's phones, you can't listen. Your phone is an extension of who you really are. Take somebody's phone for a day. You will see exactly who they really are. You got ass and titties all down your timeline is because you're always liking ass and titties and that's because and that's all you're looking up. If you have nothing but niggas with their shirts off showing their fucking V-cuts workout and 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 slinging dick and all of that, it's because that's all you decide to consume on your timeline. So I had to I had to reshape my timeline because it was toxic as fuck. On my personal page, I have been following thousands of fucking pages. Bitches, excuse me, women with BBLs, um, rappers, um, toxic go- gossip pages, and all of this other kind of, you know, obviously I'm in the hair and nails and all of that other kind of stuff in between, but the core, excuse me, the core of what I was seeing was toxic. So I had to declutter. And when I decided to declutter from those things, like it literally just started changing my, when you have a whole bunch of people on your timeline working out and you see their different stories about how they come to be who they are or just different things that inspire you to just keep going and pushing forward. Trust me, it changes your mentality. What you consume through diet and what you consume through social media, it's all a part of your diet. So what you ingest visually, audibly, Eating at all is a part of your diet. And if you do not take control of your fucking diet, your diet will take control of you. 
So I've had to sit and have conversations like, yo, babe, like this is how I'm feeling now in our relationship. And he's actually came and told me like, because listen, my relationship ain't perfect. We argue about some things. And sometimes it doesn't always resonate the first time. That's why I'm saying if you having a conversation one or two times and a person ain't good at getting it and you need to walk away, then you need to walk away. Unfortunately, sometimes it really takes for you to takes for you to walk away from people for you for them to see how serious you are about your shit. And you have to be willing to walk away. You can't be giving people the option sometimes of sticking around in your life. You have to be willing to walk the fuck away. I'm willing to walk away from whoever. It's not to say that I ain't going to love you. It's not to say that we can't still be cool. But to have you in my life on a consistent basis, I don't think I can do that. But we've had conversations. And I think I'm happy that I have somebody who I think is hearing me. And who has said like, yo, when you was watching them videos, I should have been watching them videos with you. And why you were trying to self-develop in these different kind of avenues. Because it's not like he... You know, he's in the stocks and all of this other kind of different stuff. He's, he's developing in other ways, but I need him to, I told him like, yo, I need you to take that money and get into another level and all that. I need you to take that as, I need you to take how you take those situations and make it as serious. I need you to take this relationship as serious as you take those other situations. So just as much as stocks and all of these other kind of things are just as important to you, you need to make it a priority for us to be important to you as well. And I feel like we've been growing better at that, but it's still a process. It's still a process. Trust me. Everything is not going to be whimsical and go accordingly all of the fucking time. Sometimes y'all have y'all are going to have to have several conversations. I'm not talking about arguments and continuous disrespect. Sometimes you're going to have have to have several conversations of, hey, where are we at right now? What's going on? Why are you continuing to feel like this, down the third? Like we've had to do a whole bunch of changing in our own relationship. I'm all about seeing effort because I've been told too many times in the past, oh, I'm going to change this. I'm going to change that. I'm going to da 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 I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. If I don't see action and I don't see effort, then I can't fuck with you. And this ain't no sub. Listen, everything that I'm saying on this microphone right now, I don't talk to my man about. We've then hashed out almost everything. And right now we on the same accord and I appreciate that. I appreciate somebody who's willing to try. I appreciate him. But he know he got to be consistent. I know that I got to be consistent. And we can't come to the table with the rah-rah shit. Even in some of our, we had a disagreement yesterday or yeah, yesterday where it kind of felt like it was about to turn into something. And I realized that, okay, I need to bring down my tone. I need to, you know, because I, because I'm at the point where I'm just like, I need to control what I'm doing. So this situation doesn't escalate. And I verbally had to say that I'm not trying to start an argument I'm just trying to gain clarity on this situation. And it didn't turn into an argument. You know, we just had to hash it out. 
And that's a give and take kind of thing. You know what I mean? Sometimes you can catch yourself in the middle of about the base and get, you know what I mean? You, you want to get loud. You want to get, but it's just like, it's not worth it. But social media is a ugly fucking place. And to be honest with you, I want to be all the way done with it. But I realized that I have a podcast and I almost was about to give up my fucking podcast because of how much I hate social fucking media and just how much it can just have a a toll on your relationship as a whole. Even with me personally, right? I know personally I've looked at my social media and I've compared my platform. I compared my skin, not, you know, my skin condition, not my actual skin. I love my brown skin, you know, my body, everything. I've compared, I've compared and you, sometimes you can't help but to do that. You know, when you're, when you're oversaturating yourself with these different people who you don't even fucking know and these people are having perfect lighting and and makeup and you know a lot of them have had surgeries and all of these kind of different things to enhance their lifestyle to put it out on social media to make it seem as this is this is how they live every single day and this is why I just started a couple of months ago probably at the beginning of the year just started stripping myself of like sometimes I might take a selfie without my makeup with my natural fucking hair, with me without no goddamn waist clincher on, when I'm finished working the fuck out, because that's me. That's me. I'll even show my scars with my motherfucking makeup because that's real. There's nothing fake about me. But I'm not going to get on the internet and feel like I need to become the most perfect version of what the world wants to see me as. I got scars on my chest now because Nova had came over here. (laughs) Nova the cat for the people who don't know who are new listeners. You know, my homegirl, she had let me pet sit um, twice. And the second time she brought, um, she brought the, the cat over here. Like my chest broke out like really bad and I started scratching and now I have, you know, scratches on my chest, but it's just like, I'm not covering those up for these fucking pictures. Like if I still like, if I feel like I still look good, then I still look fucking good. I'm not going to go out of my way to like airbrush and do all of that other different shit. It's just not that deep. Listen, they're here and with me exfoliating and, you know, um, moisturizing and all of that kind of other different stuff. Like these things will go away. It's fine. But I'm not going to wreck my fucking brain about it. I know that everything is temporary. And I know I just veered off a little bit. But what you consume on social media as an individual, as somebody in a relationship, it matters. It matters. You can't tell me that, you know, porn is just porn. No, it's not. It's not just porn. If it was just porn... Why do you take so long trying to find a perfect video? Because you're looking with somebody, you're looking for somebody with a certain aesthetic so you can get you where you need to be so you can release. And that's emotional cheating if you're in a relationship. But you still shouldn't be dumping on, (laughs) listen, that's emotional cheating. 
you fantasizing about another man or woman while you're in a relationship is cheating. We all have fucking temptations. Porn isn't just porn because I've I've already talked about it like it has changed the way that I look at my own sexual relationships and things that I've went through in my own sexual experiences. I had to tell my man now, like, yo, like, if I'm a little weird, like, the first couple times, like, be patient with me. Because I didn't always want somebody to look in, look me in my eyes or be super sensual with me or touch me or caress me a certain kind of way or to see my scars and all of this the kind of different stuff. Because when you see that, you see me. I don't want I didn't want the people in my past to see me. I didn't want them to see Tiana. So I wanted to cover all of that up. When I was having sex, I just was like, I'm here to show up, show out and perform. And go on about my fucking way. Sex is a bunch of different things. It could be sensual. It can be used for a tool of control, manipulation. It can be forming a closer connection. It could sex can be whatever you want it to be. But when you are a closed off person and a person that you're wanting to have sex with wants a real connection with you, you have to break that down to them. Like, hey, I'm not all the way there. Because I had been exposed to porn at a young age. And when I had actually seen that episode about, um, what's her name? Ellie, the girl with like the green roots and the black hair. When I had seen her interview about how she was, you know, watching. She watched porn later than me. I actually seen it earlier to her, but she said she heard, but she said she started watching it at 11. And she was just saying how she just had this distorted view of how sex is supposed to be and it was really violent and nothing about it was about love or connection or being sensual or any of that shit and to be honest with you when she said that I wish I never seen it I fucking agree because it has desensitized me in certain kind of ways where like I've said before like when I would give myself I would just give my body I wouldn't be giving my whole self And I thought that my body was supposed to be used for somebody else's consumption. And I wasn't even really thinking about too much of my pleasure. I really wasn't until I became an older woman. (coughs) I really didn't care. So, like I said... In the last couple of years, I've grown up a lot. And I realized that me as an individual and as a person in a relationship that I'm not doing enough. And though me and my partner are on the same, we have the same understanding now, we weren't always like that. But. We had to change that through having conversations and providing solutions for each other and what we can do better. He even mentioned like, yo, I think we should do something where we check in with each other like every couple of weeks just to see where we at type shit. And it's that kind of fucking initiative that makes me feel like, okay, I chose the right person. Because I don't want to be the person always initiating everything all of the time. That can be exhausting. It can I want to know that the person that I'm with is trying just as much as I'm trying to. 
So it's a lot, y'all. It's a lot. Like, social media, porn, not really having, it's it's just a lot. <laughs> it's just, <sighs> unlearning fucking generational curses and toxic ways that we've been passed on and all of this stuff, like verbal abuse, mental abuse, physical abuse, all of this shit, like all of the thing. I'm thinking about all of the things that I've endured over my lifetime and just reevaluating everything. And I'm just like, I cannot be this person anymore. I can't. I can't allow myself to continue to be somebody or to turn into a monster because morally I'm just like, that's just not who I am. It's not who I am to be content with old traits or characteristics or or none of that shit. Like I'm just, I just want to evolve as a person and whether that is individually or in a relationship I just need to know that as long as I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, cool. But if I'm going to be in a relationship with somebody, I need them to be on board with that as well. And not only say that, but actually show initiative and follow through. Listen, being in a relationship is not fucking easy. It's not. And as much as sometimes I felt like my relationship was a good thing, I also thought about stepping away from my relationship too because it hasn't always been good. And it has, it's just like none of this shit that you would typically think was the reason for people breaking up is why we could have, you know, maybe not worked out, but we working our shit out. I have respect for everybody in my life and I just want the same respect mutually. That's all I'm saying at the end of the day. That's it. That's it. So, um, I think I'm going to stop the episode right here. I hope that I got everything out that I was supposed to get out. I think I did. Um, I'm pretty sure I listened to this and be like, I should have put that in there, but yeah, you got to stop your weird ass ways. Like a lot of people think like, Oh, I want this good man who I can go to the strip club with and go party with who got an AK sitting on his motherfucking lap, who do the money phone, who going to take me on picnics, who going to, you can't do that, (laughs) you know? You can't, you can't think it's just, I don't like to say good men and good women. I don't believe there are quote unquote good people. I think there are just respectable people. You know what I mean? But any respectable man or woman isn't going to be like, like, right. There's no reason why I should be playing with my pussy and my man come in and he see me doing that and then um having sex with him and I'm not even he think I'm thinking about him whole time I'm thinking about another fucking person that shouldn't even be a part of the fucking equation 
that's why I say porn is dangerous. That's why I say social media is dangerous. When you consume these different things to the point where you are in a fucking fantasy world. Like, no, this is reality. You actually have to care about the person who you're, whom you're in front of. And you actually have to be invested in that. And individually, you guys are supposed to keep that spice in between y'all. But sometimes you can be oversaturated with so much shit with different heights and skin tones and all of this other kind of different stuff between men and women. You know what I'm saying? And you could just be thinking like, this isn't enough for me. Or it is, or it could be enough, but I still want more. They say like, like, um, men are supposed to naturally like, like variety and all of this kind of other different stuff, but women are naturally jealous. Like, okay, if you naturally like variety and I'm naturally jealous, then why morally with all of the information that I've been taking in, why don't I morally, why in the core of my pit of my fucking stomach, is it still unsettling? Because if you want to talk about what comes naturally to people, women are supposed to naturally go to the man with the most resources. And if I, as your woman, can, you know, love you and deal with you where you are, and it's not to say that you can't be a six-figure earner and all of this other kind of different stuff, but if I can, you know, deal with you at, if I can love you wherever you're at and not if I can love you wherever you're at and still have integrity within this relationship and not seek after another man who has more resources than you and I can hold it down then you can hold it down too you can hold it down too And this has nothing to do with me and my relationship. I'm just talking about the things that, you know, people typically like to say like, oh, men like variety and women like resources. Like, okay, if both of those things are true, then, you know, but yeah, I made this, I made this shit way too long, steadily rambling and shit. But anyway, um, I'm glad I re-recorded this. It probably still is all over the place, but trust me, it was better than the first one. <laughs> so anyway, um, y'all already know I love y'all like I love y'all and I hope y'all have a safe and productive day and I will see y'all on the next episode later. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hard Pill Podcast. And again, I am your host, Hatiana, and I love that you allowed me some of your time today. Follow and turn on all of your post notifications for all updates. You can reach me at the Hard Pill Podcast on Instagram, and you can also follow my personal page, which is Scared Money Don't Make Money. That's S C A R E D M O N E Y. D-O-N-T-M-N-E-Y. You can also DM me with all your questions and any topics that you guys would like to discuss. And if you would like to donate to the pod, you can cash at me personally at H-E-N-N-Y-F-I-N-E-S-S-E-E. That's H-E-N-N-Y-F-I-N-E-S-S-E. Love you guys. Bye.